With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Bounce forward with Comcast Business. Help your business bounce forward today with this amazing offer. For a limited time, ask how to get a $500 prepaid card. Call 1-800-501-6000 or go online today to learn more. Comcast Business. Restrictions apply. New Comcast Business customers only. Call for restrictions and complete details. It's got to 2-2 two, two and we've still got more than half an hour to go. And here's Ozil. Lacazette. Ozil! Hello, welcome to another Touchy Gooners podcast. My name is Lewis. We are actually recording this time. Sorry, guys. Um, (laughs) 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 Tech issues, you know. Oh, God. Um, Yeah, I'm joined by the usual guys. Uh, We've got Leroy, we've got Sean, and we've got Dan. How you guys doing? Let's get cracking, man. We don't have much time, man. Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm doing this twice over, bro. Yeah, sorry, man. Well, I'm, I'm going to do the original intro. So it's like, yeah, I just want to give everyone uh, a big thank you for coming to the live show on Sunday. It was fantastic. Uh, we will be doing these live shows uh, more often. 
So if you missed out this time, um, you'll be able to come to another one. I'm sure of it. Use the hashtag, uh, hashtag #touchtimefracas, and follow us on Twitter, the Touchy Gooners. So yeah, um, I was talking about Newcastle and how um, <laughs> how uh, <laughs> like uh, what was it fruitless their attack is, um, and uh, yeah, I, I mean we did kind of come to the consensus that. Um, Newcastle were a relatively easy team to face on the opening day, despite it being away from home. Um, and what we're going to do is we're going to go through the team and um, we're going to uh, talk about their individual ratings. So, um, yeah, we started off with Leno and I, I made the point that um, I felt like over the last six months, he's become very commanding of his area. His handling is is very assured and he's looking very much worth is it was it the 25 million we spent on him i can't remember the exact amount but he's looking very much worth it at the moment yeah man you you can't you can't moan about him he's um just very solid uh looks a safe pair of hands um very commands his box well anticipates well um just doesn't do anything dumb and and, and as a goalkeeper the fact that you don't do anything dumb um can obviously install instill confidence within the defence as well. So I think just by virtue of the fact that you're not worried about him sort of making any sort of massive howler um, as a centre-back behind you, it's it's kind of like... He, it, it's, it's very good. Obviously, he didn't have much to do this game, so I don't really know what, what you'd grade him out of 10, but solid, just solid. Yeah, you, you, there's nothing else you can really add to him at this stage, really, is there? Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm used to, like... Your your spinners and and people like that who make these games really uncomfortable, um, because even if you defend well, they seem to have like a ricket in them. But Leno, you don't we don't get that feeling at the moment. Um, so I, I I'll give him a solid seven, I think. Yeah, I agree. Seven seven's good for me for Leno. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can yeah. I can agree with that. Seven's um, all around. I'm, yeah, I've been impressed with his um, progression. Um, so as um, as Sean um, said, um, that um, he kind of stagnated at Leverkusen a little bit, and then he's come here and he's kind of revived his career. Um, he's fallen out of the Germany team when he was at Leverkusen. I think he he's going to make a way back soon. Um, one thing that I really like about him is not necessarily the accuracy of his distribution, just the ability to be able to do it with both feet. Mm. Um, so the the keepers that we used to have were pretty one-footed, and if they try it or attempt to clear on their left or right foot, um, however, which one's the weaker one. It would always be a very poor clearance and um, at least Leno can clear the ball 40, 40 plus yards with his left foot. So, um, yeah. I'm glad about that. <laughs> yeah, and it's not just his, it's not just his kicking, it's actually his ball handling. Like, he's got an amazing first touch for a keeper mm. and he's really mm-hmm. good at switching it from left foot to right foot or yeah, yeah, yeah. he's really good at um, when he's under pressure, like, he, his body shape's good. He was, He's just really, really good with his feet. Like, so yeah, yeah, yeah I think when David Luiz comes into the team, maybe we can utilize that a little bit more because I think we'll we'll touch on this a bit later. But just our build up out of the back, it seems all a bit pointless at the moment. Oh, um, God, don't start me off. Yeah, but yeah, um, obviously, um, Nacho. We, we discussed uh, on the previous pod whether it would be Nacho or Kalasnach to start. Obviously, um, that decision got taken out of Emery's hands due to the. Um, the incident that's happened of, uh, with Collar and Ozil. But how did you guys feel Monreal did and how, how do you think he dealt with the threat of um, Maxime when he came on? I, I feel like Monreal is pretty solid most of the game. Um, he's clearly not got the legs, but like I said, I feel that 
1v1, even though he hasn't got his legs, for the most part, if a, if a player's not massively athletic, he is decent. Yeah. And yeah, he did pretty well because um, of the formation they were playing, he didn't really have a direct opponent. He um, was more getting um, problems from deep from their right wing back slash um, right midfield, whatever you want to call it. Um, and yeah, dealing with Almiron and Manquillo's not really giving him too much stick. Um, I thought he um, was very, as he always is, he's very secure technically. Um, was very good in build-up um, in terms of his technical... I mean, not from the team's perspective, but in terms of his technical performance. So, again, I think solid. I'll go for a 6.5 for him. Okay. Yeah, I can I can agree with that. I think Monreal is always pretty secure as a um, steady Eddie, basically. Um, so, yeah, I think he, he, did, he did fairly well defensively. And um, um, I always trust him to kind of um, clear things up. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm happy with his performance. What, what, what would you going, get going forward, going forward, obviously, um, doesn't give too much, but I think, yeah, six, six for me. Six, yeah. Sean? Um, yeah, yeah, six, six point five. Um, he, he didn't have much to do, but what he did, he, he dealt with well, um, allowed us to retain possession well on, on his side with Nelson, and, um, yeah, uh, he, he wasn't really troubled, to be honest. Even when, say, Maxime came on, he was more on Ainsley Maitland-Niles' side rather than his mm. side anyway. So, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, good uh, 6, 6.5 from me, yes. Solid. Yeah, I, I think I agree. I mean, he's a lot more secure than Kolasinac in possession, isn't he? Uh, like, Kolasinac has always got that that stupid pass that he does all the time where he's just giving it away. Um, Monreal is just he a lot more... He tries dumb flicks as well, Kolasinac yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> just isn't secure technically and isn't good under pressure. So he, mm. he, he passes in the sort of high 60s, low 70%, similar to Maitland-Niles, whereas um, uh, uh, Monreal always is in sort of the mid-80s and or low to mid-80s. So, yeah, it's just it's just technical ability. That's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so Socrates, I thought Socrates had a, a very solid game... As he normally does, to be honest. Like, Socrates is one of those guys that you can kind of... You always seem to be able to get 7 out of 10 solid performances out of him. Yeah, especially whenever, when there's a striker that he can kind of mark. He loves the physical battle. Mm-hmm. So if there's a striker that um, that doesn't have the speed on him, and Socrates is deceptively quick, and someone that doesn't that can't really turn him for trickery... He tends to have a really good game. Um, he gets a bit rash sometimes, like starving in, but he lives for the physical. And um, Jonathan was basically a perfect striker for him to play against, so he was just manhandling them. <laughs> he was loving it. Yeah. Decent performance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, 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 just to add to that point, yeah. Um, Socrates isn't... He, he, he definitely likes someone to hold and, 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 and get close to. When there's someone... When he's maybe not directly engaging someone, he can go hunting. And you know, sometimes, occasionally, that's where he might get caught out. And obviously, sure, also because he's, um, he can be a bit of a hot rash head himself. So, um, obviously, it's early days, but um, quite not that I'm not that I think it's a- a- anything long term. But I-, I was quietly encouraged by um by him and Chambers generally mm. as a partnership. So I think their their attributes are, are more complimentary than say um a Louise and Socrates could potentially be. But yeah, that's that that's just me. That's interesting. What what would you guys give him out of out of ten? I'll give him a seven. Yeah. Um, um, for all the reasons the guys have mentioned, really, I haven't got much to add to it. But yeah, seven. Yep, I like Agreed. seven. Seven. Yep, seven round, seven all round. Yeah. Um. Obviously, his uh, his partner was uh, Chambers, who you know maybe maybe a, a controversial starting choice. Uh, I would have preferred Louise to come straight in. I don't. 
I know he only had like uh, maybe a session and a half training with the team, but um, I felt like you know he's a, he's an experienced guy coming, and you know it's not like he doesn't know the league. But I, I can't say Chambers did anything wrong. He was he was solid. Like Newcastle, as we said, Newcastle don't really pose didn't really pose that much of a threat. So it's very difficult to gauge. But everything that um, he was asked to do, he did it quite well. Um, again, maybe yeah. a few issues in build-up. I, I remember a few like hooks down the line, but I, I wouldn't necessarily. That's his fault. That's more of a structural thing, isn't it? It's not. It's not necessarily down to him. Well, the, the funny thing is, Chambers actually normally likes to attempt to play out from the back himself, but but he didn't really take any risk like this game at all. Like any anything like which was in and around his area, he just got rid of straight away, which was. Mm. To be honest, not not a problem. Um, whilst Newcastle aren't a great side, they're the sort of team that, you know, once the crowd get on top of you as well, like just just for that chaos factor, they can cause a lot of trouble. So it's worth you know not hanging about or or sort of um, yeah, dilly dallying in and around your area. So yeah, I, I wasn't too um, I wasn't too fussed with that. I, I kind of disagreed with you in the sense um, of bringing Luis in straight away. I, I get the logic behind it because obviously he had a preseason at Chelsea, mm. but I mean at the same time, like you said, he had only had one session. Um, we played the fittest team, so um, that because there were there were question marks around the team lineup in general, but I didn't really have a problem with it mm-hmm. based on what what we had seen in preseason and and who was fit and and who would uh, acclimatise to the team. So um, with, with all that said, I, I thought I thought it was pretty decent to be honest. Um, another thing about uh, the Chambers thing, not just because um, he's the fittest, etc. I just feel like you do still need an element of merit and people need to earn their place because yeah. I feel yes. like you need to show that as a coach because if people don't earn their place and you can dishearten the young players and dishearten people from coming to your club. Mm. So I, I feel like the fact that Chambers didn't really put a foot wrong in pre-season um, and did really quite well all throughout pre-season and trained with the team throughout the whole pre-season, I feel that he deserves to start that match. And I think Emery alluded to that in his post-match conference. He just said he deserves to start and that's why I started him. And I feel that that is important. Um, so I'm, I'm glad he started. In, I was happy with the back before in terms mm. of the lineup. That's an interesting point then. Yeah. So would you continue that um, that into the next game then? Because obviously... Yeah. So you, I don't he, think you can drop yeah, Chambers. I don't think right, okay. you, if you drop him off that performance, what does that say to any player who is trying to get in the team? Hmm. It's, it's not worth it. Don't bother. Don't train hard. Don't don't work hard. And what does it say to the players that are starting lineup? You don't have to. Your place is your place is safe. So you think his performance was strong enough to to warrant? A, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I think he was superb. I think he was, I, 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 I think he was really good. Yeah, I think he was really good. I think he was really solid. I think he didn't make any rash decisions. Mm. Um, Joel Linton disappointed me because he's not as. Re- athletic as I thought he would be because uh, I thought he would be like very athletic and cause him a lot of problems but, uh, guns, yeah yeah no it's, 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 it's <laughs> relax man but yeah I, I feel that um, he, he he kind of expected a battle and he was on the he was very very switched on from the very beginning so he tried to intercept things early or if he couldn't intercept it early, he didn't make a decision. He'd make the safest decision in terms of his defensive action, which yeah. which is which is a good thing for him to do. So yeah, mm-hmm. I thought he was. Uh, I mean, I, I'd give him a seven as well. Same Socrates, okay. yeah. solid. Yeah, I thought Chambers' um, performance was very assured. So um, one thing that um, before he went on both of the loans, Middlesbrough and Fulham, that I always kind of associated with saying Chambers was being nervous. So he would do rash things, um, look like he's on skates. Um, and um, it was pleasant, pleasantly surprising that he was very assured um, in most of his decisions. 
and yeah, and uh, I kind of enjoyed his performance. So I agree with the guys. I think we should start the next game, um, and um, I'd like to see him, um, yeah, play more um, this year. Obviously, we want Leeds to come in, and that's a headache for Emery potentially, and how we line up. Um, but at this moment in time, I th- I'm, I'm happy with Chambers playing. Right, and Dan. Um, yeah, it's, it's difficult because I'm thinking seven in my head, but I'm thinking throughout this whole performance, I'll probably give individually probably in around sixes, fives and sevens, but our overall performance wasn't a seven out of ten to me, if you know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. really difficult for me to kind of um, kind of do it, but um, if I go individually, um, just on what he did, what his actions were, uh, I'd go seven as well. Okay. Sean? Yeah, nothing else to add seven as well. Lovely. Um, and then we get to like, probably the star performer of the defence, which was Ainsley Maitland-Niles. Like, he had the fantastic assist for um, Aubameyang's goal. And I feel like it was a really, really accomplished performance from him. He dealt well with um, St. Maxim when he came on his side. He didn't do anything wrong. Um, and he showed... He often gets criticised for his concentration, um you know, just small little mistakes. And I felt like he showed a really accomplished performance from a person who was comfortable playing fullback now. Yeah, so I I, I tweeted earlier on today that I think this is the position I'd, I'd like to see him developed in. Um, mentally, I, I, I do still have question marks over Ainsley Maitland-Niles because he is very laxed, very... Um, every, he, t- he, seem, he takes everything in his stride, which at times... Uh, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but you know, in a position like right back, you need to be switched on both offensively and and, and defensively. Which obviously, in this game, he was. He anticipated danger well. Um, he was quite. He was very close to like Socrates. So you know, there wasn't that sort of space in between the centre back and the full back. So that space was marginalised. So there was there was never any sort of opportunity to sort of thread a ball through there. Um, and obviously, he because he's very athletic and himself as well, he can back himself in any sort of situation. I was very. Um, encouraged by um the way he intercepted the ball for our goal um it, it it's not a goal you see arsenal score very often so like where we sort of intercept and then we're straight on sort of the counter attack and then uh yeah we, we've got an opportunity that that's that's led to the goal I, I like his athletic abilities he's very um i think he could be very good one-on-one um as well because he he, he in comparison to Bellerin, Bellerin's just very athletic, but um, Ainsley Maitland-Niles also has a bit of individual ability where you could see him take on his marker as well. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it, it's definitely something which I'd like to, a position I'd like to see him grow in. Obviously, it'll be interesting to see what happens when, when Bellerin comes back, but hopefully um, I'm not expecting that to be at least for another month and a bit or so. So he, he's still got a lot of games to play and uh, hopefully he can develop. And I just want to see him be consistent. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess it stems back to that 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 mentality issue. Um, whether whether we can just get him concentrating full time for the for the full ninety minutes, um, obviously you've got to temper the fact that the opposition weren't great. So, um, and he, he only had twenty minutes up against Saint Maxime. So, um, he, we've got Burnley this weekend, but I think the true test will come um, with Liverpool and Spurs at the end of the month. So we'll see then. Yeah, fair points. Uh, rating seven point five or eight. One Which one? Uh, Make a decision, man. I, I'll give him an eight. <laughs> I've gone seven. I'm going. 5. I'm going eight as well. Yeah, I'm going eight as well. Oh, high on the money. Yeah. I'm going. I, I, I'm going seven point five. I'm going seven point five. I, I think yeah, he, he had a very good performance, and I don't really have much to add. He, he was he was good in possession, out of possession. Um, his athleticism is really 
good at fullback. It's um, it, it's really what you need. I just would still like for him to. I'm not sure what his pass completion was. Um, it seemed a bit better than usual, but I still think I'd like him to tidy up his um, his passing and his short passing because I still feel like he's a bit lax. It was 88. Um, yeah, so that was so it's a lot better than what it usually is. So yeah, but um, sometimes I just feel like he does switch off in terms of um, the basics. Um, but 88 percent is great. So cool. Yeah, he, he did his job. Yeah, but um, just to, to kind of go back on the point that Sean made about um, Maitland-Lyle's um, position, um, so that I've seen some Arsenal fans discuss this on the timeline as well, and I think it's very important to just to kind of um, to kind of let him stick into one position and continue his development here. And I think he's, um, I've been thinking this for a while as well. He's just better as a fullback. Um, I think um, his, his skill set suits there better. And um, also his mental, um, the way he plays the game, um, is probably not going to change drastically. So um, it'd be, um, I think it'd be a risk um, trying to play him in centre midfield. I've seen him in the Europa League games a few times at midfield, and it was just, um, it was just not something I would like to see again at Arsenal. So if he really wants to make at Arsenal, uh, it's got to be a fullback, and I think he has, he has the capabilities to do so. And um, him and Bellerin, are, um, I think we've got good cover there. Mm. Why? Why don't you want to see him in centre mid? Out of curiosity, what what specifically did you see? I think um, last year was it was very much. Um, I speak about this quite a lot. Ball reception, so it seemed like he doesn't even check his shoulders when receiving the ball. Sometimes doesn't even turn when he could turn. So he's, I think he lacks that um, special uh, spatial awareness um, in midfield a little bit. And um, if you play against teams that that um, they kind of kind of identify that you would like you do you the pressing trigger ultimately. They will abuse that. Um, I, we did see him um, against United away, um, where he played really, really well. But I think it was, that was a game that wasn't really structured. And um, in this game, he kind of trumps because of his athleticism. So um, I think in a more structured game, I just wouldn't like to see him set in the field. I just think he's a bit too lax. Um, and um, also, one thing that I said about Gunduzi, for example, to maybe kind of transition to Gunduzi, is that he's always very busy and he's always looking to move, pass, move, turn. Um, and um, at the live show, people laugh when I said he's busy, but it really is something that if you play in a deep area, is absolutely necessary to be on the move because it makes it difficult for the opposition to catch you, um, to to read you. And I think um, maintenance lines don't quite have ha- ha- that doesn't quite have that, um, which makes him not as great as a, a centre midfield prospect as Guendouzi, in my opinion. What do you think? Um, yeah, I, I can see I can see your points. I mean, I'm not really keen on him being a centre mid for different mm. reasons. I, I just feel like he's just not got the pass quality. Um, I, yeah, I mean, cool. I, I, just, I mean, what position are we going to play him in? Are we playing him in a deep position, is in the defensive midfield position, or are you playing him in an advanced position? Either way, you're going to need some kind of pass quality. I don't think yeah. he has it. And the other thing is um, concentration. He switches off. If you're switching off in the centre of the um, in the periphery of the pitch or in your exterior, it's not that big a deal. Usually, you can get um, uh, you can get around it. If you switch off in the middle of the pitch, it's, it's a big problem. Also, I feel like um, his touch is inconsistent. Um, so, yeah, he, he, yeah, he's just he's just inconsistent with his touch. A lot of the time, it's a bit too loose, and you just can't afford that in central positions. <laughs> So I'm not really keen to see him as a centre mid. I think right back to his attributes, even though I'm not really big on him as a right back because I just don't think he has a defensive head like a lot. He just doesn't really have that um, that kind of feel for defensive positions or defensive danger. But mm-hmm. um, hopefully that can be coached into him. Similar I think to as Trent, a right, I guess. Uh, but he, okay, but he's much better than Trent one v one. He's very good Trent, one. Yeah. Trent is a calamity one v one, so we won't talk about him. But um, I just feel that. 
he will be a decent squad backup right back. Yes, semi decent, but he's still got a lot of work to do to get there. Yeah. Well, uh, that was a nice little segue into Genduzi. I thought he was very impressive on the day. Um, showed a great maturity uh, about his performance. Always showing for the ball, kept the ball moving. We didn't we didn't quite control the game as well as I would have liked us to, but um, mm. I felt Genduzi really. It was just another accomplished performance from him, and it it wasn't a performance that we had seen for quite a while because he had kind of gone off the boil at the end of last season. Well probably from like January onwards really and um, yeah it was just nice to see him get back into the swing of things and really take control of um, of our midfield at least anyway Genduzi, in my opinion put Shaka to shame mm. um, he showed the reason why Shaka we, we need to move away from Shaka and he's redundant in this team um, we had a lot of problems in, in build up in this game um, which I mean I'm not sure if you could call that now but when when Gendouzi was receiving the ball, we didn't have many options. And just the fact that he can at least even shimmy and beat somebody or he can carry the ball a little bit up the pitch, um, it just showed that that little those little actions made a little bit of difference. And that's why he played the most sort of progressive... Well, he may not play the most progressive passes, but he progressed better than Shaka in that game. Um, I feel like he was yeah, like really good, really busy, um, got all the way around, always was an option. So, yeah, um, for me personally, I thought... And he was man of the match for me, um, so I, I gave him an eight. Okay, that's interesting. I can't argue with uh, him being man of the match. I felt like he, you know, he was. I, I don't think he did anything wrong. He and he was just he did everything very very well. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of Gunduzi, so um, um, I, I like him as a player. Um, obviously, there's a bit of bias. He's an Arsenal player, and um, the type of player I like, the the profile player I like. But um, yeah, I think I was hugely encouraged by his performance. Um, he did say he's gone off the, he went off the ball a bit last season, but um, that was to be expected. I mean, he came from League, 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 League. Did you say League Two? Yeah, League, <laughs> league Two. <laughs> so um, um, and then he's, he's gone straight into the Arsenal team, and then he's played a lot of games, and he's still a young player. So um, I think this is going to be another um, um, another good season for him. Hopefully, he stays injury free. Um, and um, to to kind of go on Leroy's points. Um, definitely. Um, so I think structurally our build-up is not great, um, and having players that can turn, um, beat a man, um, potentially just even just drop a shoulder, um, does a little bit for us. Um, and, and in the deeper areas, which is why I kind of think um, Sabayas should have probably started as well alongside uh, Guendouzi, and probably would have played Torreira as well. But I, I did really want Willock to start, so it's a real dilemma um, uh, and a real headache to kind of pick the team. Um, but um, I definitely wouldn't have started Jacker. Okay. Uh, what what do you give? What would you give Ganduzi's performance? Yeah, eight. Eight. Sean. Yeah, yeah. Um, agree with the guys. Yeah, he was he was my man of the match as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I have a lot of faith in him. Um, I, I believe him in a lot. He's he's only twenty years old. Um, I I love his I love his confidence. He, he's very proactive. Um, my, my sort of take on it is is very similar to the guys as well. I I feel like essentially both him and Jacker want to do similar stuff, and they both want to occupy similar positions um, on the pitch. Guendouzi likes to pick up the ball very very deep himself as well. Um, so it's part of the reason why I don't really like to see him and Jacker together. In addition to the fact they're trying to do similar stuff, I also think they're very very one paced. So out out of possession that um, 
doesn't lend itself uh, well in, in, in terms of teams are trying to hit us in transition as well. So I'd like to see a bit more um, mo- mobility in that, whether that's either dropping um, the Willick deeper or, or bringing in Torreira. But but yeah, it need a bit more action in there because it, it's very, very, it can be very, very slow and a, 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 a bit a bit too one pace for my liking. But yeah, um, agree with the other guys. He was busy um, looking to make stuff happen. Would like to um, start to see him become a bit more adventurous in in his passing, both short and long as well. I think he's got it in him. So um, yeah, hopefully that's uh, something we see progress a bit more this season. Cool. But, um, but yeah, I'll give him yeah eight for me as well. Cool. Um, and obviously we'll go on to Xhaka then. Um, I think he had. Um, so if you were to look at highlights of the game, Xhaka probably had uh, more involvement in terms of our key moments than Genduzi. So I think he played two really quite nice passes to that got uh, two of our attacks on the way. I remember do I do remember one hook to was it to Monreal and that set up the Mikatarian chance. And I'm sure there was another as well. But other than that, he was very much redundant. And I don't remember him being involved in much else. And the game just seemed to pass him by. Whereas Ganduzi was really busy, active, you know, get, getting on the ball and defensive contribution as well. I just felt like Xhaka wasn't involved, except for those two moments. Xhaka is a funny player, you know, because... He he really has he does when he has the ball in his feet and he faces um, the opposition goal he does have a does have good vision and he has a fantastic pass so we can't take that away from him I mean his left foot is ridiculous really and um, it's just a lot of the other stuff that concern me about him and um, ultimately relying on him um, makes me really anxious mate so um, mm. um, yeah I think those are like the things that the, the, the guys are probably criticising about Jack as well I don't think anyone would criticise criticise his ability to pass the ball um, but we can't just rely on a one-trick pony in a way um, using his left foot to chip over the defence a couple of times there's a lot more things that he has to do in midfield yeah. um, he does he does com- contribute defensively usually quite well and then in the big games he, he, he loves the physical as well but Again, um, if you really want to move forward, this is someone we we have to replace, and I think he has a he probably has a good value within the market. So we we, we need to we need to try to look around and chop him around. But um, I think this might be a player that we'll we'll continue to see Arsenal for a few more years, unfortunately. Mm. Rating Dan? I think um, whilst I wasn't quite happy with his performance, I still think he wasn't awful. Mm. Um, I'd give him a six out of ten. Okay. Uh, Leroy? Nothing to add. Nothing to add. Five out of ten. Okay. Well, I don't. I don't want to talk about Shaka, man. Yeah, I'm fed up with him. So can't be asked, man. So. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we've said stuff similar on him before. I want him to be replaced, um, replaced with some PMP. So Sangare or uh, Bubakari Samari next season. Um, so outside of his diags into the channels. Um, yeah, I just uh, I'm, I'm I'm tired of him, man. I'm I'm really just tired of him. There's there's nothing really else to add. Ten years ago, he would have probably been great in the prem, but mm. as as the the speed of the league has quickened and the intensity has quickened, it, it's just not for him. Like he would be great in Syria. Like mm. Xhaka would be great in Syria, and I'm I'm praying like Inter Milan and because Conte likes him, you know. So I'm just trying. I'm praying he will come back in and just like mm. uh, give a li- little anything over like thirty. 30 mil for him he can take him so yeah um, so yeah uh, he, to be honest he wasn't he wasn't terrible because he he's a very terrible, high no, he he, yeah. he's a very high touch player himself but it's just um, mm. whilst he wasn't terrible he's he's just not giving us enough and you know you can get more 
just by virtue of the fact you, you saw what Willock was doing in preseason from a deeper area as well, you know you could get a bit more. Yeah. So um. So yeah, he uh, five and a half, six out of ten for me. Yeah. Yeah. When the unexpected comes calling, bounce forward with Comcast Business. Bounce forward fast with internet speeds up to a gig. And bounce forward with security solutions that help keep your connected devices protected. Help your business bounce forward with this amazing offer. For a limited time, ask how to get a $500 prepaid card. Call 1-800-501-6000 or go online today to learn more. Comcast Business. Prepaid card offer ends 12-13-20. Restrictions apply. New Comcast Business customers only. Call for restrictions and complete details. Cool. Um, well, let's move on to Willock then. Who he played in the advanced position, so it, it, it was more of a ten, wasn't it? Um, he played just off of Abamyang. I, I guess that was to just maybe get some support around Abamyang and just maybe add some intensity to our our pressing game. Um, which, generally speaking, I think he did well. So, like the physical sides of the game, I thought he did well. He ran, you, you know, everything that you expect of Joe Willock to do. He ran hard. You know, he. He uh, chase players down, you know. He, he does that side <laughs> of the game very well. But technically speaking, on the ball, I didn't really see much from him. Um, I thought he was disappointing. Uh, when he actually was in possession of the football, um, he didn't do enough for me. Well, he didn't see the ball. I think he, what, he got like 15 or 19 touches in the whole game or something like that that he was on. And then Sabayos had like 20... Was it 35? Was it the first half he had 15 or 9 or something like yeah, that? Potentially. But um, didn't Sabahis have more touches than him the whole game or something like that? Yeah. that? When he came on for the last 20 minutes? That's what I was saying. Anyway. Yeah, all oh, right, fair enough. So someone's chatting shit on um, one of these. <laughs> one of these <laughs> but I mean, I mean, Sabahis was only on for 20 minutes or so, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Anyway, but um, I, I wasn't really impressed. Uh, yeah. I can't lie to you. Um, that position, I know what Emery wants in that position. He does want a hard runner. He wants someone who's going to, one, either initiate the press and pinch the ball high up, or two, support that secondary press when our striker goes. So he needs to be able to cover distance. Fine, he likes a runner in that position. But uh, for me, that position is so important because it is your link. It is your final ball. It is your um, in between the lines. Um, so one, they've got to be good technically. Two, they've got to be good in- intellectually in the game. They need to know what positions they're taking up to receive the ball in terms of to construct attacks and he did none of that and he was a big 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 part of why we were not creative at all um so I, i've given him a four out of ten um oh, i don't wow, really want to see him man. yeah I, 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 I don't want to see him in that position again okay uh, so you, you would you, so you, this is you now done now for a deeper position um i mean maybe in certain games maybe um but when, when, I'm not, when you say certain games you talk about the bigger games do you know what Maybe yeah, because I can see I could see it if he wants to transition. So if you're playing like a literally a four four one one, and um, you're literally just camped in and you just want to spring quite quickly, but even yeah. then I don't even want to see him then because the quality, you're gonna yeah. need that fast yeah the final yeah. pass. So you're gonna need, nah. I'm just I just I don't I don't like it. Mm. I just don't like it. So yeah, um, wasn't for me. I mean, don't get me wrong, good effort. Like he's, he's a good player physically. And he's um, shot me in prison. I just don't think he has a, the qualities to play in that position that I want to see. Okay. Dan, Sean? Yeah, I, I don't want to see him 10. Um, so I, I agree with what Leo says in that regard. I don't want to be too harsh on the rating. Um, so I'm not going to rate him at all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, it's just, I don't think... Why are you sitting on the fence for Listen, I don't think he's used to playing that position, man. Emery basically hung him out to dry. Just wants him to work hard enough. 
in the in the, um, in the hole and then support the press. Mm. Um, and uh, I think um, I, I think he's better when he's um, when he's um, playing as an actual CM, not necessarily CDM or the deepest someone that plays um, in the, in the, in the first and second phase, and then potentially enters the third phase when there is a playmaker that can play the pass and can yeah. find them. So um, I think he was wrongly utilised, and um, yeah. Um, still good to get some minutes on his belt, and um, he had some nice clips which you can which you can see on Twitter. But um, I don't think it was his perfect position. So no. Sean. Yeah, um, yeah, around the five out of ten for me. Um, it's, it's as we've seen with Emery, he he likes his his running tens, but but as Leroy said, they've got to be able to link the the, the midfield to attack. So. It's got. If you're going to use someone like that, obviously Ramsey was there for us last season. Um, he, he had Rakitic when he was at Sevilla, but also I, Willock isn't really someone who who is good at playing with his with his back to goal. So and and also he's got to anticipate now because of the way Emery likes to use his wide players. So you, you saw neither Reese Nelson or, or Mickey were hugging the touchline. So they're both coming into like sort of his zone. So it's a, it ends up becoming quite cramped in that sort of area. So he probably to an extent himself didn't really know where to stand. So. It's um it, it's a bit of a learning experience for him. I, I don't really want to see him there myself either. Um, so I I either use not that I want to see Sabios there either, but it, it it's a better option than than using um Joe Willick in, in in that position. So yeah, decent decent effort for the lad. But um, I, I guess as 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 Torreira gets fitter um and Sabios gets more minutes, he he will he will be marginalised to sort of cup. Um, and Europa League games, so yeah, yeah. but five five out of ten for me. Mm, okay, um, moving on to Mikatarian, who had just the, the usual oh, Mikatarian game. Me. I guess. No, <laughs> just... no, 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 no. Two out of ten. Listen, we need <laughs> really. <laughs> See, the thing is, yeah, two out of ten. I'm trying. I'm trying to look at his performance, and he did a lot of good things. Um, so like he he made a couple he chances for twenty seven times. He did a lot oh, of good man. things. If you, I, I've watched not all of the game back, I've watched some of the game back, and in the first half in particular, yeah, his execution was pretty pitiful uh, for the majority of times. But there was a few times. There was one ball he played into a Bamiyang, um, where Bamiyang miscontrolled it, uh, which I thought was really, really nice. He drove well from from mid midfield as well, and he just confuses me because I feel like. He does so many good things and then does so many shit things as well, and I can't, I can't get my head around it. Um, the thing is, he is ninety percent the reason we cannot sustain an attack. Mm. If every single time it's breaking down with you, every single time I can't have you in my team. It makes me sick. Mm. Like when you're a big team against a small team, you need to be able to sustain an attack. Otherwise, you're going to have a difficult game. It's going to be a difficult game because you're you're relying on, like I said, the Emery triad, which is <laughs> pressing and on tra- tra- pressing or transition <laughs> and winning the ball higher up. Yeah. Transition. What do you call it? The Emery triad. <laughs> Emery triad. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Or someone doing something mad, like mm. someone doing something mad. You just you, otherwise, if you go, don't sustain the attack, you're not going to be a creative team. You're not going to create opportunities. And Mickey is literally ninety percent of the reason we can't do it. So I'm, I'm fed up with him. I don't want to see him again. Like yeah. I would rather play Saka instead of him. Yeah, tw- twenty lost the ball twenty three well, times. What was crazy for me about that Mickey performance is like you're a big man and Nelson and Willock are coming on. They're young players and they're supposed to be looking up to you, looking to to you. You're supposed to help them ease in, and Nelson's keeping the ball better than you. Like 
there was a there was a sequence of play which we had, which actually was quite nice, surprisingly. And when the ball got to Mickey, all he had to do is punch it um, to the left side for Monreal. He kicked yeah. out of play. Kicked I mean, it's not even under pressure. It's just like he's lacking, he's lacking focus. He's lacking um, te- uh, technical security. And I don't even know what it is because he does have technical ability on both feet. Um, and he played quite a nice fast, I think, for running out over the top when he controlled it with his right foot and shot with his left foot. But it's just like, oh, no, nah, man, I'm just, I'm just tired of Mkhitaryan. And mm. his hairline is fading, like, he looks stressed. <laughs> like, oh, He's yeah. a bum as well, man. Yeah, he, he, he waited to do his social media stuff after the transfer window and finished. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nah, he is a bit for that. I was like, oh, you survived this time, man. But um, the thing is... Oh, you really going two is, out of ten, yeah? Yeah, two out of ten, 100 percent no, but honestly, uh, I can understand fight. trying to make things happen. I can fully get it. Yeah. But the basics he can't do. Like, literally just can't do. And I'm just thinking, what what are you doing? Um, you can't have that in a, in a side that's actually trying to, to do something. Mick would probably be better in the big games against the big teams because he'll do something out of nowhere. Mm. But in these games where your technical security is important, I do I understand if they do sit sit low or if they do um, have a good defensive structure, you're going to need someone to do something a bit out of the blue. But you can't sustain an attack. It's just breaking down and it's just coming back. So he's making us worse offensively and defensively. Mm. Just get get out. Like. Yeah, yeah. McTown is just not very measured in his approach to, to a football game. Just not measured at all. Like it's rushed. Um, he looks to drive. Uh, yeah, I think what, um, what Lewis has actually applies to a big game quite well. When we were playing on the on the break, when it's about transitioning forward fast, he, he could be useful. Uh, and I don't want to leave myself out the window too much because I'm not buying no stock in him. But um, he could be useful. But in a game where we really need measure, patience, and um, creativity um, and also some sort of game intelligence like, mm. he just his head is gone like, it's, yeah. it's, it's, cra- it's crazy man what crazy. are you giving him Dan? listen um, I think 2 out of 10 is, is good what? you guys are harsh man I've gone 5 no. but Sean 5? Sean add some reason some, some right no no, no. <laughs> explain why you're giving him 5 no, because no, no, no. because I just felt like he was making certain things happen Oh, I don't know. I give I give credit to players like for that. I I I don't feel like he was hiding. He was shit, but I, I like for example, he did more offensively than Willock did. Listen, he, he did more offensively than Willock and Nelson nice put together. <laughs> nah, just I, the thing with McTaren is as well. He this is his natural position, so you got to take this into consideration as well. He plays there all the fucking time, and you still can't muster up a half-decent performance in my opinion. Mm. And he's a senior player in the squad. And Willock and Nelson, I'll be, I'll be a bit more lenient with the ratings here just because they're not, um, they're not um, senior players. And um, also Willock played out of position. But uh, Mkhitaryan's a senior player. He plays right wing all the time. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, Sean, what was, you, uh, what was your rating? Yeah, we've, we've spoken enough about Mickey, so I'll give him a four and let's move on. All right, cool. Um, moving on to Nelson then. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was I was very happy with with Reese, man. Um, it, I, I, I I feel like people are may, maybe misunderstanding his role a bit more. The more I watch him now, actually, the more I'm starting to think maybe he's not even more of a wide forward now. Anyway, like because he did a lot of um, similar things to Iwobi actually in in this sort of game. He was coming in off the left flank. He was he was a uh, Linking a quite quite a few one twos with, with with a few personal that there there was a good move where 
he um he played like a few one twos with a couple of players and then he laid it off for Mickey who passed it out of play. But um but yeah, there was um there, there was there was a few decent bits in there. Obviously he needs to hopefully as as he plays a bit more he'll 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 get a bit more confident and he'll he'll try a few other things as well. But yeah, um, but yeah I I mean to be honest, um he, he was he was safe he was a safe uh, bet this game about being particularly explosive or particularly creative. Um which which maybe Emery wanted uh, away from home, um, not not to be too sort of um, uh, overly sort of eye catching in this game. So he 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 kind of did the basics well. He kept things moving. So, uh, but yeah, I, I think going forward he'll need to show a show a bit more um, yeah. going forward definitely. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I thought he was alright, so I'll give him a six out of ten. Charity, you are pretty pretty same six out of ten, and uh, there's a lot. Nelson, everyone seemed to. When I came online, I was thinking everyone thought he was shit. I was thinking, what, what's going on? Um, I know you said you didn't like what he did, Lewis, but I actually thought. I mean, for me, someone who doesn't really like Nelson, I actually for the first time saw positive signs that he can contribute to the first team mm. for similar reasons. Yeah, for similar reasons to what Shane said, I thought he was technically really secure. He linked well. He carried the ball well in deep areas, not really beating anyone, um, but he showed a bit more pace than I thought he did have. Um, I, I would love to see him progress the ball better. That's that's the next step. So he needs to progress the ball via dribbling and trying to beat players, and he needs to progress the ball in terms of more risky forward passing. Um, but in terms of what he what he is, I think like, he could actually do all right in the first team. Um, my issue with Nelson is yeah, is I just feel like he doesn't. He's not con- he's not contributing to any chance creations for me. That's, and that was... that's 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 the progression part. That's what he needs to do. But you're an attacking player. If we if we played Nelson every week, then you're kind of he's just nullifying part of our attack. And um, so how did you feel about Awobi then? Because Awobi was exactly but, the but same. But was involved in chance creation though. It may not have been from direct assists and stuff like that but all the statistics point to Awobi being very much involved in a lot of our chance creation but that's because he progressed the ball well from the second third to the final third so that's what but the thing is in terms of the attributes I've seen from Nelson I think you can actually do it I just feel like he needs the confidence to actually try these things and I feel like he played a very very safe game because he just didn't want to fuck up um, mm. But in terms of, I don't like that about my attackers. I feel, I feel but, like we've been pretty consistent on that. But that. he's a kid. He's a kid. Like, I, yeah, I, thought, I know. But he, we've said that we want, we want aggression in our attackers, and hundred percent. I me. agree. But he showed the ability, though. He showed that he's able. He showed that he's technically able to do the job. Like you can see that, um, and that's something that I was a bit doubtful of. So I'm, I'm willing to give him time. Okay. I'm willing to give him time. I, I saw little bits of hope, little bits of bright hope that I'm thinking. Let me watch him for the next sort of three to six months and see how he does. Okay, Dan, uh, rating or any thoughts? Yeah, definitely. Um, um, I was impressed by Nelson's technical um, security in this game. Um, he was taking smart touches. Um, he's also very good at um, passing the ball off quickly after taking a touch or two touches. So um, I, I was encouraged by his performance definitely, and I think his performances will be, get better when he plays with the better players. Um, if Uzo plays in 10 or Sabayas plays in 10 I think um, they'll be able to link up well um, and I think they'll um, they'll like playing with him and similarly if Lacazette comes back in the sides um, so I'd like to see that at some point maybe see Nelson right wing um, not that I want to see Obami on left wing but um, I could envision um, and we play him left wing Lacazette up top and then Nelson right wing maybe at some point if Pepe is still not match fit so 
Um, but I still think he can. I, I think he can play a role in our. Um, yeah, I like him. Um, so I, I, I was actually surprised by his performance. Rating? Um, I thought I, I'll give him a seven out of ten, man. Bloody hell, you fucking bloody hell! Going crazy. Mate, you, you you're giving Mickey five out of ten. Oh shit! Ah, okay, now. What did you give? What did you give him this? Five. Alright, say no more. The same as Mickey. Oh, no, Wait, no, okay. you gave him the same as Mickey? Yeah. Ah, uh, you're a bastard still. <laughs> you're right. He didn't you're do crazy. anything, lads. He didn't do anything. At least Mickey made chances and shit, man. Fuck. <laughs> anyway, oh, let's Mickey move on to... Oh, away like 10 times. You don't have like, you don't grade like negatives. You don't have negative marking in your system. I do have negative marking, but it's, but it's, uh, it's outdone by fucking... Nah, nah, I'm sorry, man. If, he, if this was an exam, Mickey would have flopped miserably, done. You know them trapdoor exams. Yeah, but like, he would have been. Yeah, but he would have been. <laughs> he, he was trying the hard, difficult shit. Not like your boy Nelson just doing the easy multiple choice questions. Nah, nah, it's that Mickey, guy who goes Mickey in was top doing the gets... hard thirty-point questions. Nelson's yeah. still stuck yeah, on the but, three-point. But they're getting, but getting ninety percent of them wrong. <laughs> why, why, why is Mickey trying stuff above his pay grade? I don't understand. Let's move on. Abamyang, um obviously, like that's what we want from him, right? You know, he, he had a few half chances throughout the game. Um, I thought his movement was excellent throughout the game. I know, Leroy, you're going to disagree with me because I, th- I think you said you thought he was poor. But um, I thought he was excellent. And considering he wasn't getting much service from the likes of Nelson, from the likes of Willock, Mickey was, you know, it, Mickey was Mickey. Um, I felt like he, his movement was really good throughout the game and his goal was just so well taken. Um, he was my man in the match. I feel like, yeah, he'd he done his job as a striker in terms of he, he, the, 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 he was starved. He didn't get much because we were, we were terrible in terms of chance creation. But the two chances he get, he did um, do well with them. Um, I just the, the, His overall game is not good. So it, it's hard saying, yeah, he was poor, but it's Aubameyang's Aubameyang. In terms of his, when he actually received the ball, um, when he received the ball back to goal or that, those type of things. It just wasn't very good. He just wasn't very good on the ball. Um, even when he got the ball in wide areas, a lot of the times he pulled out wide. I just don't. I think he could have done better with those situations as well. Um, didn't really take anyone on. Didn't really create much. Um, I just his all-round game wasn't great. Um, he ran the channels well in terms of making himself an option, um, but that's really it. That and obviously taking the chance as well. But strikers get paid to score goals, and he, he's one of the best at it. So I can't be too harsh on him because. He, he did his job, and without him, if we were playing like that, we probably would have drawn that game. Yep. Rating? Um, six. What? Nah, I love, that's that's horrible. Six point five. Right, six point five. Okay, okay, cool. Uh, Sean. Uh, well, Dan. Uh, yes. Yeah, seven, seven for me. Um, I, I totally get um what Leroy was saying, but I mean, t- to be totally honest, I I don't expect much from a Bamiyang outside of the box, so. Um, I'm quite, I, I thought he peeled off um, his his marker a few times. Um, there was the one in the first half where Mickey found him. One of the only times was um, was a decent ball, and he, he he took that well. Yeah, I mean he he, he did his job to be honest. So I, I give him a seven. Um, there was one. There was a couple of times where I thought he was going to thread Pepe through when he came on at the end, but he unfortunately couldn't make it. But yeah, I mean seven. Um, I, I wasn't expecting anything spectacular from him, but I thought I thought he did all right. I thought he led the line quite well. Uh, moved into the channels quite well. Um, hopefully, as uh, more of the big hitters come back and um, hopefully we become a tad more creative, it, it will look a bigger threat. So, yeah, seven okay. for me. Dan? Yeah, seven is fine. Um, yeah. Similar thoughts to 
for the guys. I'm um, obviously um, uh, Mobaming as all-round play is never going to be the greatest. It's just not going to change. Um, but we, he, he's about his goals. He got his goal, and um, I think he took it really well. Um, not an easy touch across the body and on the bounce. Um, and then, um, yeah, um, he's a goal getter, so he's going to continue getting goals, and that's what I'm going to base him on. And um, I just hope, similarly, that we can just create more chances. Um, the more chances we create, the more dangerous and more goals we will score. Very simple mm-hmm. on that. So, but yeah, seven out of ten, man. Cool. All right, let's move on to the guys that came on the pitch then. So obviously it was uh, three debutants, really. Sebios, uh, Martinelli and Pepe all came on in the last 25 to 20 minutes or so. I think Martinelli came on for like the last five minutes. Um, Sebios uh, had a shaky five first five minutes, gave the ball away about six times in the first five minutes or so. But I think he kind of like grew into the game a little bit. Um, he, he got that kind of welcome to the Premier League uh you know, uh, whatever it was, but yeah, he, he 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 found out pretty soon what the Premier League was about, and um, he he had to readjust mm, his game. Yeah, uh, Pepe was a bit. I don't know. I think he showed nice touches. Where? <laughs> you no, know, he did. He, there was some nice moments for, for Pepe. There, there, there was one. There was one where he faked someone and passed it in, inside. Apart from that. Uh, he, he he looked like he, he had sleep in his eyes. He looked like he wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> My man looked like he literally just came off the plane, like he was half asleep, drooling and that, wiped his lip, come on the pitch, um, come on for a bit of a joke thing. Just says like, oh, what's going on, lads? Give me a one-two and that. He was not. He wasn't. He wasn't serious. So I'm not going to really judge him on that because um, he looked like he wasn't serious. So um, we'll, we'll wait. But that the cameos. The cameos for him and Tobias weren't good. They weren't good, but um, I'm I'm not really expecting much. Like for the last ten minutes away at Newcastle, when it's soaking rain, mm. it's just what's the point? Who cares? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's I don't think it's possible to really judge him on this. But um, yeah, he looked like he didn't give a fuck. And <laughs> yeah. um, I did like that he was um he was um keen to get in behind on a few occasions. We just didn't play the pass. So, um, so it definitely shows that he's gonna he's gonna be adding that to 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 our front line. There more runners in behind. So um, um, that that gave me some encouragement. But um, yeah, he just he was just chilling to be honest. Probably grabbed the appearance bonus and <laughs> splashed it in Libertine or something like that. Yeah, definitely. All right, then uh, let's move on to. Um, I guess we we kind of covered most things in the game, didn't we? Um, let's move on to the weekend game then. So we have got Burnley at home. Which I guess is going to be maybe a bit of a similar game to Newcastle in terms of like a team that's not really going to be then they're not a great attacking side. So I'm assuming Burnley are going to be there to set up for a for a point or whatever, and we're going to have to break them down. So what changes would you guys make to the team um, in order to combat that? So I'm I'm hoping um, with with a, a further week of training done. Um, bit more a bit more in the legs we'll um we'll start to see the likes of uh, i want to see a bit more well i definitely want to see more of Torreira. i want to see more of sabios and i want to see more of pepe 100 percent those three because week after we're going to anfield so mm. we 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 need to start giving these guys some good minutes in their legs because yeah uh the next two weeks is is, is anfield and then spurs at home in the north yeah. london derby so yeah this definitely needs to, to be a game to 
to to blood in more more of the the, the stronger players and um, ho- hopefully get ready for that. So I, I don't really know what what um, it's it's very Emery's it's it's almost impossible to second guess Emery when he picks his lineups. So um, also there's Laka back as well. He didn't even get on the pitch um, against Newcastle. So you'd imagine I, I don't even know if he, he'll start as well. So it'll be really interesting to see what what Emery does and, um, and what he goes for here. I just read tonight as well that. Both um, Ozil and Kolasinac are back in training now as well. So okay. I, yep. I don't know if what what that means. He's got a lot of selection headaches. Yeah, so he? he's he's got a lot of options. So it'll yeah. be interesting to see what what he goes for. I, I don't have a clue, but I, I definitely want to see more of Torreira. Definitely want to see more of Ceballos and Pepe. I think those three are essential for me. Yeah, mm. because because um, Burnley only play usually play a two and they can play a two up top. This is the type of game I would play Ozil one hundred percent. Because I think we're going to use creativity, and I'd actually play about centre mid in this game. Um, I'd drop him back into centre mid. Um, that's who, those, um, like if Torreira's fit, it's got to be Torreira. If not, so what about Guendouzi or no? Nah? Because I don't. I don't. Ugh. The thing is, as, 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 as shit as Shaka is sometimes, I saw that he's better in duels than Guendouzi, and he's more positionally yeah. sensible than Guendouzi. Um, so like yeah, he'll at least hold his vision so I'll, I'll probably go Shaka Ceballos um, with um, uh, Ozil 10 if he wants to play 10 I'd love to see us play a three like, I just feel like we should play a three um, but he doesn't coach it very well number one but I just feel like we, that's that's the way we should go because I feel it'd make us a lot more defensively secure um, just clogging that midfield I just feel like Give it, we haven't got the midfielders to do a two-man versus a three-man or two-man versus two-man. I think we should always need three in there, but I don't think we'll do that. So for what Emery's going to play, which is a 4-2-3-1, I'd bring in Ozil 10, I'd drop Tobias back in centre mid with Shaka next to him um, and then go from there, really. Would you reduce... Oh, yeah, start, get Mickey out. Get Mickey out. Get Mickey out. If he's fit, I'd start him. If yeah. not, I would... Um, Go Nelson right, put Lacquer in, and then put Abamyang left. Mm. No, no, I've already run. Nelson left, Abamyang right, and put Lacquer in. Yeah, good, good shout, good shout. I like that. I, th- I think, um, I think we've got all guns blazing in this game at home. Um, Burnley are all right; they're not really good. Um, I think we should look to to, to yeah to, sh- to shoot them off the pitch really. Um, so I, I can get behind Nelson starting. I'm not sure. If he's in the right frame of mind to play um, after the things that have been happening this week, and also I'm not sure if Emmy will play Sabias and Uzel together and um, see the man. two attacking for Emery and probably mm. play Zaka and Torreira and then Sabias ten something something yeah. like that. Um, I can definitely see Lacazette coming back in. Um, I think I think um, Emmy views him as a big player and then um, he does score in a big game for us. So um, Liverpool um, um, being next game after and then. The, the the North London derby coming shortly after. I think um, it's important to kind of get Lacazette in the team and get minutes and hopefully a goal as well. Um, one of his 15 goals a season. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, so yeah, Aubameyang, Lacazette and Nelson, I think, would be the best. Um, and then very early, bring Pepe on in the second half. So I think he shouldn't start, but um, should bring him on quite early. So like the 60th minute. Hopefully we already lead him by one or two then. Um, and the pressure is not too great and then um, if Uzo is on the bench then bring him on as well obviously um, I, I would start Uzo but I don't think he will start mm. yeah I, 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 I think we definitely need creativity in this game so in addition to the fact that Burnley are very physical and, and they defend in a very low block 4-4-2 so they will concede the sides to us as well so they won't leave much space in the middle so 
we will need as many decent sort of passing lines as as as, as we can get in this game as well. So, I, I obviously I totally get obviously Özil and Ceballos in the same midfield is 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 quite lightweight, but we will need as many passes um, on the ball as possible to be able to pick the lock. And then maybe we do we definitely do need someone who's who's going to go at the defense as well because, but. It, despite the fact they're not great, Burnley are a very, very hard team to break down. So, um, so we, we will need, we'll definitely need to show something. I, either an early goal, or we're gonna, yeah, need to need to be innovative in the way we try to pick the lock. Their team is also just that's so what, Brexit. that's what, it is so Brexit. That's what, but I want shooters in the team as well because I know Sabas will leng off shots. I know Shaka will leng off shots Pepe. because I think we're gonna need that. Pepe will leng off shots from distance as well. So I just, I just want them shooting on site, literally, yeah. because um, that's how you, you you get an early goal from a long-distance goal or something like that against these teams, and it kind of makes it a different game. So I just want the people who are just going to just, just, just bang shots. I think he's going to stick with um, a similar kind of setup. So I think it would just be Sebaos to come in for Willock. Um, I think it will be... I think Pepe will start, and mm-hmm. he'll move Oba left and put Lacazette up front, and I think that would just be the only changes he'll make. Uh, and just play Sebaos as the 10 I've, I just got a really sneaky feeling that's what he's going to do um, maybe bring Louise in I don't know I don't know uh, yeah. but either way yep we definitely need shooters in the team and uh, the, the, the personnel that would be on the pitch hopefully on on Saturday will be a lot better than the personnel that we saw against Newcastle so hopefully uh, that um that uh, makes things a little bit easier to watch for for us and me in particular because I'm going for, to my first game as a season ticket holder. So you know. Oh, sure. Yeah. Enjoy, yeah. man. All right. Um, let me get some listeners' questions up anyway. Um, before we wrap things up. So, um, what we got here? Stevie Adu. Since we haven't actually spoke about this, uh, could our current squad cope if Kolasinac and Ozil actually decided to bounce for security reasons? I think Kolasinac we would obviously cope with because we've got Tierney, but Ozil? Yeah, we'd cope. I mean, it would be a loss. Don't get me wrong. It's a loss of an option, but we, we, we'd, we'd cope. We'd manage. Yeah, there's there's bare numbers. We By sheer fact of numbers, we, we would cope. Um it stylistically is Ozil's not really Emery's cup of tea anyway, um, and and Kolasinac is 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 no big loss. Um, Monreal's there, Tini is back in full training with Bellerin, so so yeah, I I definitely feel we it's, it's something we could absorb. So it, it's not uh, yeah from a quality perspective, definitely you'd you'd, you'd miss what Ozil can bring in the final third, but um, it's something you could definitely absorb. Okay. Um, full name Daniel asks passing possession is still an issue judging from Newcastle game and Xhaka is shit he puts in brackets would Genduzi Torreira in a single pivot be better as their build up is more promising when he means a single pivot he mentioned two players that makes no sense so what does he mean because <laughs> uh, I, no, I don't get it Wait, would Gunduzi <laughs> slash Torreira in a single oh, slash Torreira. Sorry, yeah, that sorry, I've read it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, that's right, what good, I meant, Gunduzi or Torreira, sorry. Yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, that would make... I think that will should be the way we want to go. A 4-3-3 should be the way we go because I feel like 
we don't like I said we don't have the midfielders to play in a two. I feel like a three and having three midfielders in the middle in the, in the second phase in the midfield position in the middle of the pitch would be so beneficial for us both offensively and defensively because especially in a single pivot you have more passing options number one and then I feel that um, if we have three players there when the ball breaks down it'll be more congested and will be harder to get one transition on and two just to break down anyway um, so I would love to see that uh, us move to that um, even if we didn't have a great build up because I, I like I said I don't think Emery coaches that build up well I feel like even if we set up like Liverpool and had that free but we just had Aubameyang Laka Pepe and we just made ourselves like a similar team to Liverpool just like a counter attack or a gig and press uh, counter attack transition based team um, I think we'd be a lot more solid defensively with that free midfield and then we'll still have the threat going forward this is this is one thing I don't quite understand why Emery doesn't do this. If we play with a ten, um, Uzu should be the only option really, for in my opinion. So if you don't want to play Uzu, then you should play four three three, three in the middle. We get the numerical advantage, which helps us in defensive and attacking transitions. And um, I also don't understand why why he doesn't go with that because I think stylistically Emery is a little bit like Klopp, not exactly like Klopp. I mean, he coaches different aspects as in. The fullbacks are being very reliant on the fullbacks and stuff. You've talked about this, but he's very reliant on the playmaker being the counter press. So this is like prime club. He, I remember him even saying um, the the game plus is um, the, our biggest playmaker. So um, they are quite similar in the ideas to football, and he just doesn't set up as um, logically as um, Klopp does, in my opinion. So um, what Lee says, I, I definitely I will definitely echo. So play three in the middle. Um, play Sabaz, Gunduzi, Cazarera. Um Ideally, we get some more physical then in the summer, but um, that's the way I would play. And um, yeah, and 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 that free as well. You hide a lot of Shaka's efficiencies because you're asking him to. Uh, yeah, you you hide a lot of Shaka's efficiencies. You hide a lot of Gunduzi's efficiencies in in terms of his positioning, and sometimes he can just for some reason he goes well too wide for my liking. I don't know why, in, in looking for space, um, searching for the ball. And you um, limit Torreira's space that he needs to cover, which maximises his strengths as well. Yeah. So I just, it's just a no-brainer to me. Yeah, it does, it does make sense. Um, only one junior seven asked, do you think Chambers can continue his form and where do you think his ceiling is? Form? I mean, it's only been one game, lad. Right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, yeah. Oh, you God. <laughs> Arsenal fans of the Kings are getting carried away and I'm going to start a Gendouzi agenda. Just wait till holding his bag, man. Ooh. I'm going to start a Gendouzi agenda because I love the kid but people are talking about it. I, I saw a tweet saying he's, um, he's what his floor is yeah, pillow and his ceiling is it yeah, that, same guy, that same guy said Welbeck's better than Cavani. So. <laughs> hey, listen, but I'm going to start an agenda if people carry on because Gendouzi's a nice player. I like him but let's relax. Same with Chambers. It's, it's not really form. Like He played the most toothless team in the league most probably yeah. um, and he, he did all right. Chambers, as soon as he meets someone that's either too big, too strong, or too fast for him, it's a wrap. Or so, it, yeah, it's just that's it. So if it's just it's not going to happen. So like, he he's not got a high enough ceiling. He shouldn't be at the club. It, simple you don't words. think he should be at the, the club at all? So you, do you prefer Holden? Who, so um, Holden I, or Chambers? Which one are we having? Holden, 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 Holden. But Holden. I don't know how he's going to recover. This, this, mm. this, this, despite the fact that holding himself is, isn't great hold, there's a lot more aggression to holding's game um, he, he's, he's, he's much better in duels I, I find than Chambers even though, despite the fact he's not massively quick himself but yeah, but yeah I, I would it, he's, he's a lot more rugged Rob yeah holding's Holden, so more of a would, pure defender isn't yeah, it yeah like he, he's, he's happy to like 
it, like defend yeah. if, if that makes a lot of sense like mm-hmm. I remember back to like the cup final when we played Chelsea as well like he's yeah, happy yeah. to go into wars like he, he, he doesn't mind too tough but I still feel like Chambers is a bit soft and like you said once he once he finds someone who has one key attribute which is whether that be strength pace or or just pure skill like yeah he'll, he'll suffer so yeah, yeah. so cool. when, when Holding will at least be third choice when he's back fully fit so yeah cool. um okay Milkshake E Asks, what's the ideal starting lineup against a top six opposition? So we've got Liverpool after Burnley. So what would be the ideal starting lineup for that? Can I just reel it off quickly? Even though for me, for me, I said so. Um, if obviously not players fully fit, um, or if it means, do we, are we including Tierney in that or not? Yeah. Yeah, I right, think cool. I think so. Yeah, like what what would be your ideal eleven? Cool. So Tierney, Louise, Socrates, Bellerin. Um, I put Torreira at the base in a single pivot with um, uh, Grinduzzi and Sabaos. Mm. Um, then I would put Pepe on the right, Aubameyang on the left, and Laxi up top. Okay. Does anyone differ from that? Um, I would maybe not have Laka, but yeah. Laka's a shooter in the big games, though. That's the thing, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I'm tired. I'm, I'm, Listen, anyone who's who's not fast, who who can't run anymore, I'm tired of them. Like, I'm just yeah. I'm tired of them. Like I don't. I, I, I see him being the false nine, though. I see him being the pace yeah, being on so, the outsides of him, so, and I feel like so, he'll so, help in central so areas. Pe- yeah, pe- people keep saying they see like him in doing the sort of Firmino role that he does for Liverpool, but I still Firmino is a better footballer than Lacazette for me. So like, um, I, I I don't know. I mean, it might work. It might work. Theoretically, it could work. But that's um. There's a lot of turnovers in that front three, and and there's no, Pepe's the only one who will attempt to dribble, so it it will rely a lot on the midfield, and the midfield might have to be conser- quite conservative as well. So I'm I'm not um, I'm not totally sold on that. But yeah, uh, who are you, who are you uh, taking out for Laka then? If you put Ober up top, who are you taking out for Laka? Who are you putting? I, in? I haven't decided yet. But yeah, that that would be the answer. <laughs> that right, that's the cop out still. Yeah, that's a cop out. He wants to say Nelson, but he knows I'll be onto him. That's right. <laughs> This might sound a bit mad, but some of the big games, I think Jacker could be useful, man. Just because he, he, he loves the big games. Like, I mean, the games where he's not really concentrating, he's absolutely shit. But I've seen him in some big games, he had some good, perfor- he's, he's had some no, good but, performances. But, so. but, but you, you see with Xhaka, yeah, in, in the bigger games, yeah, I would... Because in the bigger games, I'm assuming that we're going to forego control. Like, the, the, the only use for Xhaka in the big games is if we're going to try and get, get our foot on the ball and we're, we're going to try and control it. But against... Like Man City, he's he'll get pammed against mm. Liverpool. He'll get pammed. Anyone who presses, yeah, yeah, anyone who presses, yeah, yeah. and they, they, they press, they all press. I don't want to see Shaka. Yeah. Yeah. They all Man press. United. The only team that doesn't yeah. really press that effectively, I would say, are Man United and Chelsea. Yeah, Man United. But even Man United, you no, Chelsea them. do. Yeah, but even Man yeah, United, maybe maybe now. I mean, yeah. But even United, you saw them the weekend. They're not great, but in transition, they will run past Shaka. Mm. Like, but like, think back to the FA Cup game. We like Pogba was dragging Guendouzi and Shaka by like last last in the FA Cup game as well. Mm. So I don't really want to see. I don't want to see Xhaka in in a big game. So yeah, to every single pivot, um, Guendouzi Sabayos ahead. Um, but yeah, that that would be what I would do, and and it also with, with a three in the middle, it it makes it a lot easier to use um, Willick as an interior, so as an eight as well, so he can he can do box to box. So that would be a, a much better use of his abilities as well. So, but yeah, but um, I pretty much go with what Leroy said for now. But it might change later. Mm. You lot know, it's, it's only a matter of time till Emmy plays three at the back, and it's only a matter of time. Yep, yep, definitely. <laughs> I'm going to be sickened by it. 
one one Louise must stay. We're gonna have a lot of defenders if we if we buy up and Meccano, you know. We're gonna have a lot of defenders. I'm just thinking, because we if we buy up and Meccano, we've got Up Meccano coming in with Saliba, then we've got David Louise who's still on contract, plus Socrates, plus Chambers, plus Holding. Yeah, they'll sell Chambers though, won't they? Okay, I think it's a five. good thing to. I think it's a good thing to sell chamber uh, to play chambers, so maybe we can get some decent money for him. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, Even if playing for the first few games has a good, then then just drop him and don't play him again. Yeah, just to keep his value up. Keep his value up. Yeah, and he's going to play Europa League in that anyway, isn't he? So yeah, yeah. Um, but, all right, guys, let's uh, let's call it a day there because we've gone a bit over yeah, time. Man. It's getting late now, and I don't know we've all got work in the morning. So um, yeah, we'll call it a day. Um, Use the hashtag, hashtag TouchlineFrackers. Follow us on TouchyGooners on Twitter. We'll be back next Thursday. And we should have some footage of the live show up by Friday. So stay tuned for that. Um, guys, I'll see you next week. Cool. In a bit. Easy. Take care. In a bit, man. Saving money takes work, but when you switch to Xfinity Mobile, it's easy. You'll save hundreds a year on your wireless bill and get nationwide 5G included at no extra cost. Wow, that was easy. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Sports Social Podcast Network.